and welcome to How to Adult with Joy, a podcast about adulting and the different milestones that we might go through to becoming an adult and all the challenges that comes. Thank you for joining and please remember to subscribe and follow this podcast. Welcome to another Tuesday episode. And yeah, today's episode is going to be all about the Barbie movie that I saw on the weekend. So get ready for a review and um, a bit of a spoiler alert as well as if you haven't seen the movie, like why? It came out on, I think, the 20th of July in Australia. So I'm sure it came out earlier, like in other parts of the world. But yeah, just spoiler alert, I'm going to be talking about the Barbie movie and there'll be some spoilers because I really think that this movie made me think a lot and I, I do recommend that you see it. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it and then come back and listen to this episode. Um. So yeah, this week has been a bit better than last week and I think this because I don't have an extra day off. Um... Like I had a Tuesday off last week and just can't put my whole work life into like a bit of a spin. Um, whenever I have a day off, I have, it just feels like I am doing five days work in four days. Um, and so it's just stressful and like it was just really chaotic. So, um, so I worked Monday, had Tuesday off for an appointment. Um, well, actually a little bit of that appointment though. So I don't know if I already talked about it, but like, my ear was bleeding so much after I got a steroid injection into my ear and the nurse that was supposed to help me bandage it didn't even bandage it. She just gave me some crepe um, dressing, gauze, dra- gauze, and then she was like, oh yeah, just put this on your ear to get rid of the blood. But I had no idea when I was driving home that the blood was running all down my ear to, from the top of my ear to the bottom of my ear and I was like what the hell and it was very hard to get rid of all the dry blood and I think there's still dry blood on the stitches my stitches still haven't dissolved it's been over two months it's August and I had my surgery in May and the stitches are still there and like the blood is stuck to the stitches so and all the surgeon said was keep touching it so that it will dissolve and I'm just like I don't want to touch it and I don't want to think about it. My ear looks disgusting. <laughs> there, I mean, it's not as bad as with the keloids. So now there's a huge, I guess, scar where all the uh, stitches are. They're supposed to be dissolvable, but they are still very much there and they're black. And then all this blood got stuck onto it because they wouldn't wrap up my ear with gauze. So, yeah, fun time scrubbing blood all over my, on the back of my ear. So, yeah, it sucks. Like, I'm never leaving from an injection without asking for it to be patched up. Her excuse was like, the band-aid's not going to fit over it. Well, if the band-aid's not fit over it, just cover it up with gauze and tape. I mean, I don't know what kind of nurse she she is, but like, yeah. Um, it was my first time having a steroid injection with an anaesthetic. Um... I feel like who are the nurse practitioner that I was seeing before for my steroid injections for to find down my kilos, she did a really good job where it didn't hurt. But maybe because it didn't hurt, it wasn't that effective. I'm not sure. But I think this doctor um, went ham. So he gave me like an anesthetic 
injection, which really hurt. It always hurts, like the same as like a local. So um, I had a local done when I get teeth out and, um, you know, I had it done when I had surgery and he did another one for this before having the steroid. I mean, I honestly didn't need it, but he did it and it just meant I couldn't feel anything on my ears. So I had no idea it was bleeding. The nurse could have seen, but yeah, blood all over my hair and all over my ear, probably on my clothes, I couldn't see, but yeah, that was a terrible, terrible time. And that was last Tuesday. Um, so I probably already talked about it last Tuesday, to be honest. But yeah, that was my experience last week. Um, and yeah, you had to listen to it over again because it was that traumatic that I forgot I already talked about it because it happened on Tuesday. I don't know why I thought I had Thursday off. So um, yeah, so I've got another appointment in four weeks and hopefully the stitches will dissolve then. Um, yeah, what else happened? Yeah, so Sunday was my um, Barbie day. So went with my colleague to watch um, the new Barbie movie. We got cheaper tickets on Shopback. So if you go and buy, like download the Shopback app in Australia, I'm not sure about overseas, but you can get $12.50 village tickets. Um, that's the cinema and like, yeah, $12.50 is a lot cheaper than paying the full price, which I think is about $18 or $19 for an adult. So yeah, we, we, we booked tickets and it was pretty full. Um, not 100% full, but it was pretty full of the cinema. And like I had, it was my friend that really wanted to watch the movie. So I was happy to go along because I feel like everyone was, every girl was going to watch this movie. Like um, it was, it was just like it was the movie to watch. I don't know if guys watch it, but it was predominantly a lot of females. I saw some guys there probably with their partners. Um, but I did, really didn't know what the plot was. I did watch the ad for it and I was just like, I don't know what's going on with this movie. Does this Barbie want to be a real person or something? I don't know. But all I knew was Simu Lu is in it, um, Ryan Gosling. And I did hear about the actress, but I forgot her name. So I think it was Mar Margot Har Harlot or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was, it's got like... A pretty good cast, <laughs> I'd say. I'm a big fan of Simu Lu after seeing him in Shang-Chi and um, having watched him on Wong Fu as well. So I think he's a pretty good looking guy for a Asian male. Anyway, he was um, the Asian Ken. So there were so many Kens. Um, it's so bizarre. Like it really, really took me back to my childhood and made me think about when I was younger and I was playing with Barbie. I had never thought of all these things until the movie highlighted it so like why is she always wearing high heels why is her like feet always off the ground I never thought about it I was just like that's how it fits in her shoes um and yeah and like the Barbies we played with were all blonde I don't think they had thought about um different cultures or diversity back when I was young which was back in the 1990s um and my sister and I probably had like one Barbie and like we didn't have the dollhouses or anything we probably had some shoes because I remember taking those high heels on and off. Um, probably had like one dress. I think I might have remembered that my mum might have made some dresses for the Barbie. I can't really remember. I don't know if I made it or she made it. But I feel like at a young age I was sewing or she was sewing something for the Barbie. Um, so yeah, just that's the, my memories. is like this is the optimal picture of beauty is a blunch chick 
with blonde hair and that was Barbie which I would never achieve because I always thought she had really perfect long legs skinny arms like a flat stomach and yeah that was the optimal beauty in her eyes um and I feel like the actor for Barbie actually really really looked really hot she was tall she was pretty she had like she was like almost perfect and like she's like my age and I was like whoa so at this same age as me people like doing things like being an actor and being Barbie and yeah I feel like they really give me inspiration like Taylor Swift as well being the same age in my honest opinion I feel like Taylor Swift would have made a good Barbie like she's so like pretty and blonde as well so I feel like she would make a good Barbie but anyway like I digress this movie like I had a feeling that it would have a lot of feminist themes so I feel like so what happens is that they live in the Barbie land so there's like so the Barbies rule pretty much rule the world so they all have their dream houses they have really good occupations one's a president one's a lawyer one's a doctor I'm not really sure what the main character's role is but she's just very popular and has a lot of house parties and have a lot of girls nights and basically they she has the Ken there's so many Kens but the blonde Ken played by Ryan Cosling she has him wrapped around his finger round her finger sorry and yeah she sees him when she wants to and whenever he wants to hang out at night time she's like I have girls night so it was like the perfect life I guess dream house dream car like every day is a great day and then suddenly she gets like thoughts of what if like you know what's next like is there more to life it's almost like she's been she's awoke she's woken up it's like she's living in heaven, but she suddenly feels woke. And that's when she discovers that something's wrong with her because no one else thinks about death. And so she finds this weird Barbie that has gone a bit crazy because the, her owner has played with her too much and she's not perfect like everyone else. And then they, they realize that there's a, what, the open, there's a gap there's a portal from the, the fake world to the real world or something and it's open and it's all really bizarre and it's and to be honest like towards the end like it wasn't really solved like I don't know how if that portal closes or whatever it's not really explained and I'm just wondering did they kind of not explain all these things because they want to make a second movie or maybe they just couldn't fit it in or maybe it was too complicated because I'm guessing a lot of kids will want to watch this movie because they will play with Barbie and they'll want to watch this movie and they probably won't even understand a lot of the sexual references that are mentioned in the movie like how they um they when Barbie and Ken um spoiler alert go and into the real world she announces to everyone that I don't have any genitalia and like yeah that's probably a word too hard for kids and then there was another like little like quote where Ken wanted to stay over and he's like I don't know why I want to stay over at your house but I do and that was like a very adult joke and yeah and then when they are kissing they're not they're just kissing the air I mean it was yeah I feel like it's very creative the way that they made the uh humans look like adults and I mean sorry they made them <laughs> made the humans actors like act like Barbie um yeah it was just really cool I, I just really enjoyed like 
the Barbie land world and the dream houses and things like that. And it was just very creative. So in terms of a creative side, I that really like I was really happy about that. Um, they didn't. They yeah. They they really thought about how to make them feel look like Barbies. Um, the plot line was interesting at the start, but like I said, towards the end or and the end was not very satisfying. It was funny, but it was also like, huh. Um, it left me flat. <laughs> um. And a lot of things could have been explored more, but I think it was just sort of brushed over. There's a lot of things about like underlying tones of, you know, this society that we live in is a very misog- misogyny. There's a lot of misogyny happening. I can't still can't say it in like, you know, past tense, but like, yeah, a lot of the our world is run by males. And whereas in Barbie land, it was run by females. So like our president in America and Australia, the Prime Minister, and in New Zealand now, it's all ma- run by males. And it just means that the society that we build is all very focused on males and what they want and what they need and that they're leaders. Whereas in Barbie Land, the president was female. And I think it's just showing that, you know, if the world was won by females, it would look like this. However, our real world... <laughs> life for females is a lot harder than for males because we have things to be scared of like sexual harassment from males we don't feel safe at night um you know getting jobs as well you could be looked over because you're a female and males are more preferred because females might be the other ones that giving birth and then they don't get promotions because they're people are worried that they'll just take maternity leave i think that we do live in a very mis misogyny uh, we're a society where misogyny still very much exists. And I think the Barbie movie could have expressed that more. It did to a certain extent. But I think maybe it was making it too not as um, funny or lighthearted as it was. So I feel like, yeah, I feel like the Barbie movie could raise a lot of discussion about how misogyny, misogyny is still so prevalent in society. Um, and yeah, it was just really interesting and uh, sort of like a, you know, for, for a girl, it's a very like, um, movie that can boost your own confidence because you don't, I think the whole moral that they were trying to aim for is that they created Barbie as someone that was special at something or was good at something, but one of the... Um, characters was just like I'm not special I just want to be a normal mum I just want to work a normal job and then I think they were planning to make a normal Barbie (laughs) or something like that I don't know but anyway just watch it and I would love to hear your views about this movie like I haven't watched a movie in the cinema for a very long time I think the last movie that I watched was probably Avatar and I didn't really think much about it after that after watching three hours of that, it was an okay movie, but it was so long and like, I don't know if I learned a lot from it, but I feel like from watching this Barbie movie, I've just been really like thinking about society and the roles of women and the roles of men, how women seem to be like made to serve men and that they're just a little pretty thing at home when they're actually very smart and they could do things 
but they don't have that confidence or they don't get the opportunity to do it. And I probably just go round and round in circles. But anyway, I loved how Simi Lu had almost like, he was almost like the second male lead, I'd say, um, alongside Ryan Gosling as main. So I, I love that Asian representation. Um, and yeah, I, I just really, really hope that you guys can watch that movie because uh, really, really a lot of things to think about. Anyway, um, for this week, I'm quite excited. On the weekend, I'm going to, for the first time, I got an extended invite for an event, a food event, a foodie event where I think there's free food, but I'm always like nervous. Like, do I have to pay? It just, yeah, it makes me feel uncomfortable. But this time I'm going along with another foodie that I met. So hopefully that will go good. Um, it's a bit far in the city. But yeah, it's free food, so why not? I will probably blog about it next Tuesday about my f first experience in a foodie event where there's a soft launching of a restaurant um, and they're inviting people to try their food for free. So first time and I'm pretty excited. Hopefully we'll have some content for my Instagram blog. Um, if you want to follow me on my Instagram, you can follow me at eating underscore with underscore joy if you haven't already followed and make sure to follow this podcast and watch the barbie movie and let me know how what you think bye thank you for listening to this episode of how to adult with joy please make sure to subscribe to this podcast and give us a five-star review Thank you.